0: Welcome everybody to the Robert John The Rec podcast. We're a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California that travels The travels world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm
1: Robert. I'm Henry. I'm Andrew.
0: And I'm Warren. And this is episode number 107 coming to you live from Courtrick Belgium. Live and direct. Live and direct. I'm Robert. I'm Henry. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. <laughs> and that's uh,
2: <laughs> just monitoring
3: comments over here. <laughs> We're coming to you at the table of Manny Montana. Yes.
0: The infamous Manny Montana, the infamous table where many amazing meals are had,
3: and we haven't even done a podcast sitting at the same table in how
0: long since Here's the hundredth thing, yeah.
2: well, aside from the Wayfair. Aside
0: from that, we'll tell yeah. One
2: pass. Yeah, we're yeah. here, we did it, we made it, we made it to Europe. We're actually here, and not only that, we, we played a show too. We're like
1: doing it, we're in the process. <laughs> got it kicked off man right it's good so yeah i don't know about you guys this is probably my the easiest time it felt like getting here it just felt like everything got checked in right away there was no problems everything we got through security right away there's no problems with that usually we get flagged for something
0: yeah
1: and someone gets searched but uh, that didn't happen this time uh the one hiccup was there's no in-flight entertainment on the flight (laughs) <laughs> yeah which is a huge bummer cuz I didn't download anything thinking oh I'll just watch yeah. the movies on the plane and uh they tried to reset the system like 3 or 4 yeah. times and it still didn't work and uh it was, so there's just music but the music was all bad too there's like nothing <laughs> really to even listen to so yeah but it was a relatively quick 10 hour flight and we got here, and uh, all of our stuff came in, and it just seemed like we've done this a hundred times before, and this is like the easiest, the least crowded, you know, uh, version of us mm-hmm. getting to uh, getting to Europe. Yeah, that was... Uh, Where we fly into again? Flew into Paris.
2: From LAX to Paris. Yeah. Nice and easy, and it's ironic saying that again without having any in- in-flight entertainment, because I feel like that's like... It's like the thing that you mm-hmm. do. You catch up that's on why movies.
3: You, that's why you take a plane instead of a boat, Yeah, is the in-flight <laughs>
2: entertainment. Yeah, because uh, on a wooden boat with sails and stuff, there is no Wi-Fi or yeah. in-flight entertainment. So that's why we don't take boats. You also might hit an iceberg.
0: Not anymore.
3: Oh, okay. they're all yeah, altered. they're all gone, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's a good
0: point. <laughs> yeah, and, and Manny picked us up from the airport in Paris, and I felt like it was... By the time we got... To the gate to leave the airport parking lot. It felt like we had already only been gone for maybe a couple months instead of the full almost two years, right, or over two years that that it's It's been been since we've been here. Yeah, since we've been
2: here. It was really for me. It was when we hit the first European gas station that it was like, okay, Mm -hmm. now we're here, (laughs) because the European gas stations are so. There's such an integral part of our tour because we stop all the time and that was the part when I was like, Okay, this feels like completely different from what we're used to in the States and like now we got our boots on the ground. Didn't you get McDonalds? I got M-
1: kiosks. I got a McDonalds. It was
2: great. It was quick and everybody there was happy and they were glad to see me
1: describe the kiosk to people for people who don't know
2: (laughs) kiosks. so the kiosks are essentially just like touch screen menu ordering stations and um they go relatively quickly and um you know you can customize there's a lot more menu options than you would actually think that there are um and i guess that's a very american thing for me to do is get off the plane and go straight to mcdonald's but um but I don't know. It's funny. There was even a, a host at the front of the McDonald's who's asking if you're going to sit down or if you're going to take your stuff to go, which is also something that was different. But
1: yeah, I don't know. It was bouncer. the bouncer. Right. The he, cool thing about the kiosks, too, or even though we're in France, you can actually just select English as a language. So you don't have to. Like, right. you know.
2: I still couldn't figure out how to pay. Andrew had to help me with that for a second. But but I got through. I got through. Thank
3: you. (laughs) It's only because of all the issues that we've had pain before. (laughs) Like, where's the one in Barcelona, like the Burger King, that you, like, bought two things, like, two meals, and none of them came, so you bought a third one, and then... Remember that?
1: Yeah. I forget what happened. That was in Barcelona at the Burger King by the, yeah, the hotel that we were staying Mm -hmm. at. I can't remember either, but I just... Like, it was a whole ordeal. One thing came out of one of them, and then, like, half the other stuff didn't come out. Yeah. It was also the Burger King where you can just order beers and stuff off the menu crazy here yeah Um, uh, but yeah that was fun and then yeah, it's super funny getting off the plane and then the first two things you see in a French gas station are Starbucks and the McDonald's (laughs) really threw up all over the western world (laughs) oh yeah And the other thing for me that I
2: forgot about is how green it is out here compared to the United States, especially where we're from, California. Everything's pretty much on fire right now. We're a potential fire hazard, so everything's very dry. And then coming out here and being like, wow, there is a lot of greenery out here. It's very refreshing.
1: Yeah, it's very much more like NorCal, Seattle, Mm -hmm. uh, Portland than, you know, whatever dust bowl we live in.
0: Yeah. I love seeing all the windmills again. The, the windmills here are giant. They're you know mm-hmm. the size of skyscrapers and uh, very majestic to look at out the out the window against all the greenery. They are
1: still guarded by trolls too. <laughs> <Yeah>. it's, very, <laughs> it's very Belgian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manny's looking at me like I'm crazy. This is, this is definitely I'm just old joking, girl. man. <laughs> <laughs> They're obviously goblins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? They're orcs. They're orcs. <laughs> that... Uh, the Belgian windmill works. <laughs> no, it's been good so far. What, uh, what else have we done since we've been here? Well, we played a show, right? Yeah, yeah we did. Played a killer show.
3: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we The last show we had ever played in Europe was Winkel two years ago. Uh, so it was kind of full circle to come back in our first show back being at the Winkel Festival. It was great to be back on a European stage and playing for... A bunch
0: of people who were really excited to to have us back and we were headlining this year which is the first time we've headlined this festival we played it was this our third or our fourth time third time playing the fest and uh this is our first time actually headlining it so that was that was a, a real honor and uh we got to hang out for the afternoon before we played as well and set up a pretty bitchin merch pop-up merch shop Oh, okay. I wouldn't even call it a merch tent, man, because there was so much <laughs> merch going on, and manny made it look totally tits. So it was, uh, it was, it was great. We had all all the t-shirt designs, all the records. We've got now six LPs out on the table, and uh, and the scarves and the hoodies, and and we brought some license plates with us and stuff too. So it's it's really really cool. And sold our first couple uh, uh, records of Shine a Line on My Brother that comes out on. Yeah. Friday, this coming Friday. Uh, So that was really neat to to start signing those, and all pick our spots of where we're gonna. I feel like like
3: Warren's still trying to figure spots. I feel like every time like I go to sign it, Warren's like signed at the same exact spot that I signed last time.
2: (laughs) That's a bass player thing, though. You, always get, like, you get the super last spot on the stage. It's like, we'll just shove you in the corner, and I'm just trying to find where I'm supposed to go. And then I signed under your hat, brim of the hat, and you're like, what are you doing? That was the like, first one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get my signing area down. But the other funny thing is, like Steve was saying, we have so much merch, it almost takes more time to load up the merch than it does even all of our own gear, which is yeah, which is cool but kind of a trip because we have so much stuff and so much new music that, yeah, I don't know. You guys got to come see it if you're out here on tour.
0: And the show was really fun. They got me, uh, Bruno got me a B3 for the stage, which was just a dream to play. It sounded great. Yeah. It was, it was it really fun. phenomenal. So. Killing. Got that Leslie behind me moving air and Doing all the things. And
1: yeah, it was loud. Like, yeah. in a good way. Where, yeah. like, I just felt it. I didn't have any of the B 3 in the monitor. And, I like, I didn't have any Henry in my monitor either. But, yeah. you know, you guys are usually loud enough on <laughs> even a stage that big that I don't have to listen to you. But it was pumping. So, yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun.
0: It was cool. Like, just the the amount of dynamic range that that Leslie speaker has. Uh, we, we played the Death of Me, which, which gets comes way, 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 way down. And we let Henry kind of build everything back up um, after the was that, after the second chorus. And uh, yeah, it was really neat to just like pull the pedal almost all the way back, so it's like on the very lowest setting, and just kind of singing there, super quiet, and just letting Henry do his thing, and then really get to ramp it up like the full, full amount possible with that instrument was was really thrilling
2: it also makes that intro a little bit more gospel-y it's just sounds more legit when you're doing it on the b3 feel it more in your gut
0: it was fun actually having a a rotor switch normally i have for all the keyboard players out there uh, normally i have my pedal set up to trigger the rotor off the sustain pedal because with an organ you can't there's no sustain on it unless you're actually physically holding the keys down. Um, So I have it set up on my Nord where my volume's being worked with my finger on the volume knob, and then the rotor trigger I'm doing with my foot. And this time it was switched, so I had my foot on the volume pedal, and then I had the rotor knob, but because I'm still playing with both hands on the keyboard, I had to use my elbow in this little chicken dance motion to trigger that on and off, and that was a lot of fun to do uh, in in front of everybody live and figure it out and be like, where do I want to go on this non-written intro and and be able to futz with it. So Yeah, that was great. a
1: little bit of a trip, too, just getting all the backline gear for the first time. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, for people who don't know, um, Manny's company provides the backline for us, so it's not the kit we been used to or my kit that I've used to been playing it's the kit that's out here that I haven't touched in two years Mm -hmm. which is a great kit it's just uh, slightly different than whatever um, I'm used to so you know it's one thing to play a couple shows in some clubs and figure it out before you hit a venue and it's another thing to just put that backline kit up on that <laughs> stage in front of like three thousand people and then figure it out <laughs> did you guys feel the same way about that kind yes, of stuff yeah the guitar amp
4: like i like i have a certain rig i have back home and and this one was a little bit different um, i like using the supro and orange amps he has out here and uh there's a little bit of a different voicing to them, and it's weird. You, like, you wouldn't think that, especially with how similar the circuits are, even between this one and, and the rig I have back at home. <laughs> but, but something about it, just dynamically, in the way the amps are voiced, and I'm using all the same guitars, I bring all the same guitars out here. Um, there's just a little bit of a different voice to it, and definitely requires a bit of an adjustment. And then again, you know, immediately going straight into playing in front of a big audience where you can kind of turn up a lot and really get the maximum of dynamic range you need out of your gear. Uh, to do it, especially you know, as a guitar player with the tube amps, it's really important to find that sweet spot and on certain amps it's harder to do for a smaller audience. You know, you gotta get to a certain level on the amp where you're not blowing it out but you also are getting kind of the circuit and the tubes warmed up and, and getting it working and getting it to sound like a tube amp does when it's just starting to break up and starting to warm up. It's just a different sound and uh, definitely requires a bit of an adjustment. I'm not used to going straight into a festival set for a bunch of people with a mm. completely different sound, um, even though I bring a lot of the pedals that help me get those sounds. The, the amps really do you know, make a huge difference for that, it's, especially with regards to how it feels for me uh, on my fingers and stuff.
0: Uh, even the feel of my keyboard. My, so I, I have a Nord that I left out here for the last several European tours, and then I've got one for the States, And this is my first time playing this Nord in two years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm used to, you know, just hopping on a a Hammond because I don't have one of those. And and that's normally pretty, pretty damn similar. But uh, it was funny with the Nord, even though I used to use both of them on the same rig and got them both around the same time, this one, because I haven't played it for two years, just isn't as beat up as the one that I have back in the States. And I could definitely feel the difference of like, oh, this one feels newer because I haven't used it nearly as much. That was that was pretty, pretty interesting to be like, oh, this I remember when I used to my other one used to feel like this. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And the show was a great show. We got
2: two encores. The crowd was going crazy. Uh, we returned to the stage twice. There's it was it's a nice long set. I think we played from eleven thirty to almost two in the morning.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm
2: which was also tricky coming off of a 10-hour plane fight and adjusting to everything. But everybody still seemed to have a great time and thought we played well. And Thank you to Bruno and his team. That was, uh, again, yeah. I know that was a feat for them to pull off and everything's constantly changing with the COVID protocols. So we were honored to be able to headline that. And uh, yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. And after tomorrow, we start kind of our the whole run.
3: We're going to be in Germany for four dates and then up to Sweden and back to Germany. So we have uh, the rest of tonight and then uh, a day tomorrow to get fully rested and get off the jet lag train. And then uh, we'll be coming all over to different cities. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So if you're watching or listening to right now, um, we're looking forward to seeing you. As you've probably just heard, we have plenty of merch and we're excited to come, uh, you know, play some... uh, really exciting and upbeat show since we haven't yeah. had to be out here in such a long time. And that's all. Thank you to, uh, Manny Montana of DNA, music. Yeah. Who's, uh, the man who's, um, allowing us to do this podcast in his living room when he's probably really tired and just wanting to watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's we appreciate, nice. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate him and his lovely wife, Tina for letting us a stay at their house on these days off. And, uh, also for all the hard work that he's put in to, uh, <laughs> To reschedule these tours multiple, multiple times and dealing with all the right. different restrictions and regulations. Yeah. And um, so we thank them both. And uh, that's where we are today. And that's what we've been doing since we've been here. And, um, yeah.
2: What we have coming up? We have, well, the <clears throat> we're hitting a lot of familiar places that we've played in Europe before. But uh, something that is a big thing for us is we're doing two weeks in the U.K., um, which is totally cool because we have some sold out shows there, uh, and we've only really played Ramblin' Man Fair in London once. So it's crazy to see the reception that we're getting from the UK and all the fans who are chiming in, sp- talking about the specific dates that they're coming to. Um, that is a big thing for us. Definitely on the schedule to get over there and to show the UK people how we rock and roll.
1: Ooh,
2: yeah. <laughs> On top of all the other European dates, too. We're very glad for everything.
1: And then we have a new record coming out on Friday, Shine a Light on My Brother, which is crazy because I feel like we've been done with that record for like <laughs> almost six months or something. Yeah. But that means we're really excited for you guys to hear the rest of it. It's really good. Um, so Orange Vinyl is now sold out in Europe, mm-hmm. and we have a few left in the United States. So if you're in Europe and you really, really want one, you can order from our U.S. store and we could ship it to you internationally, but uh, Orange Vinyl is now closed for the EU, but we yep. will be selling Black Vinyl, and that should be coming in pretty soon. For the U.S. people, though, we have to ship that Orange Vinyl from Europe to the United States, so there's a little bit of a gap there, and there should be maybe like a week until we ship it past the release date, so that should be to you ASAP.
2: Yeah, the whole rest of your guys' orders are packed. Yes, yeah, some of the uh, some of the people in the <laughs> United States who put in CD orders. Uh, those <laughs> orders have shipped, and we're hoping that you guys are enjoying the music before the album has come out, because uh, it's nice for people who go forward to pre-order the album to get it before really anybody else can hear it. So if you guys do have it, feel free to... Tag us in it and share it because um, we're excited to know that you guys got it before it's out. And uh, if you're watching live, you can see we're propping up the cover, the vinyl of our brand new album, Shine a Light On Me, Brother, which again comes out this Friday. Uh, so we're very excited for that. Yeah. Right over Andrew's face. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Other than that, uh, we have our U.S. tour dates coming up right after those so That's in october yeah just be on the lookout for that kind of stuff yeah we just announced a few more dates
2: on that run today right yeah we added a few more dates there's some more florida dates on there and there still are even a couple more dates to be announced all of those dates uh european and u.s dates can be found on our website www.robertjohnandthewreck.com. Yeah, we're in the states we're specifically hitting the midwest and the south so uh tell all your friends bring your family bring your dog Hide your kids Hide your
1: wife Because <laughs> we're rocking everybody out in here Oh, nice Well, hide your husbands too How old is that reference now, by the way? It's like at least oh, five years. It's at least, at least 15 years yeah. huh? 15 years? I would say 12 I wasn't 15 I would say 12 10 10 to
2: 12 10. I was in middle school when that came out I did oh, the cover of that song with a band Yeah And I think I was 21 <laughs> or 22 when we did it With Mad Tab We did the cover of that I know, song. but I'm saying it came out before that Oh, okay yeah, I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong.
3: To come if you guys know when that reference came out, please let us know, because we obviously aren't going to look it
1: up. It's going to when it came out. Run a tell that,
4: run a that,
1: <laughs> run and <tell laughs> that, home, boy, home, 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 <laughs> All <laughs> right, Steve. <laughs> so these podcasts while we're on tour are probably going to be shorter updates like this, unless yeah. we find ourselves in a situation where we're... Hanging out with someone backstage at a festival or something like that. We might uh, do a little more chatting, but because we don't have a consistent schedule anymore, we're just going to try to bring you these uh, quick tour updates, let you know what's going on.
0: So, uh, yeah, go check out. We still have, uh, if you've missed any of the uh, recent podcasts or have uh, yet to check out Henry's History Lesson Playlist on Spotify, please go ahead and do so uh, with the link in the description below. And I'll post a uh, a link here on Facebook shortly, as well. And uh, yeah, go out there, pre-order the new record if you haven't, and uh, follow us on Instagram and here on uh, on Facebook if you aren't already. And uh, be good to each other out there, and get wrecked. We'll See you guys See you later. later.